welcome to the Elevated Muse podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Simone, and I'm a feminine energetics and transformation mentor born and living in Australia. I am super, super honored to have you here sharing this space with me wherever you are in the world. Within the Elevated Muse podcast, we dive into anything and everything that makes someone's soul elevate and truly feel from the core, from expansion in life to depth and understanding of self and others, to intimacy, relationships and sexuality, over to consciousness, emotional intelligence, complete juicy abundance and everything in between. Basically, we do a little bit of everything here because humans are multifaceted. I'm really excited to welcome you to the Elevated Muse podcast, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the beautiful Tanisha, also known as the multifaceted woman on Instagram with us. Welcome, babe. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. excited. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for our conversation. We were just chatting before we started recording about like everything we're going to get into. And I'm just, yeah, I'm honored to have a fellow sensual feminine queen here with me today to have this conversation. So I guess to start us off and get the listeners, you know, equipped with everything you, everything Tanisha, everything the multifaceted woman, please Please tell us, like, have you always been a super sexual person? Have you been super sensual your whole life? Obviously, the conversation we're going to be having is going to be a lot to do with sex and sensuality, people. So if you're not into that, click off now. Um, how did you get into the work that you're doing today? Yeah. So I wasn't like, I think I've always been very open minded, like in my mind, basically open minded. But I think like when I grew up, my parents were very, very strict. So I'm like the oldest only girl for a very long time. Um, And my parents, I think they kind of like wanted to protect me, but in the same breath, they kind of like repressed me in a lot of things. So growing up being like a teenager and stuff, I couldn't listen to certain music. I couldn't wear certain stuff. So for me, my body and my sexuality or growing sexuality and interest and stuff was very cut off. And I felt like it was like very shameful to be into that. Um, Very much um, not something that I should explore or not even being able to explore. So for me, growing up, I felt a lot of shame around sexuality. Um, Also, because I was brought up like Christian. So for me, sex has to do with waiting for the right one and saving yourself and stuff like that. So when I first met my first boyfriend, also the father of my child, I kind of made him wait for like an entire year before I wanted to have sex. also due to the fact that I was very much afraid of men um, due to the relationship my parents had, a lot of like domestic violence. So for me, sex, love, intimacy, everything was centered around shame and fear. Um, And then I got pregnant pretty young at 21. Um, Still never, even though I had sex, obviously, I still felt like not like being able to like feel good about it I think in a certain way like it still still felt like okay this is what sex is but is this really what people are like talking about like what is like so good about this um and then when my daughter turned I guess like around one and a half year I really felt like okay this is not how I want to live like how can I teach my daughter stuff about herself if her mom doesn't know shit about herself at all um so that was kind of like how my journey started in the first place just starting um finding happiness and finding who I was and how I wanted to be in this lifetime and almost immediately I think within a couple of months for some reason I touched upon divine feminine and feminine energy and sensuality and I always felt like why they called me was because they were always like already deep inside of me, um, just waiting to like come out. Um, 
And then I, I just went on this journey to release my shame and release my fear around my sexual expressions and my sensuality. I've always been very comfortable with being nude also, I guess, because I was a dancer, professional dancer. So I dressed everywhere that I could. I never had really like shame around my body or nudity. So it kind of like clicked for me. And now in, in a time span of like four years, if I just reflect on how I was like around 21, 22, so anxious, so afraid, so ashamed of sex and just being out there. And obviously because of this society, always feeling like as a woman, you have to represent yourself in a certain way. But I always felt like, okay, but who says that? Like who decides that I can't show myself that I can't show my body in a certain way. And now four years later, so in tune with myself, so in tune with my sexuality, so in tune with feeling erotic and feeling sexual and feeling sensual, but also soft and raw and rough in the same, like all this, like all these type of identities, I guess, these type of different energies around sexuality. I'm very comfortable in each section, so to say, yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I I love the way that you've kind of taken taken what we have been conditioned to think and feel like into your own hands, which I think every single woman and male and anyone, any human being has to do because we've all been indoctrinated with some type of story about everything and that includes sexuality and sensuality and sex and you know it's crazy because how we got here on this planet was through sex sex. (laughs) so it's it's really sad and and disappointing that like you know our parents the people that Mm -hmm. conceived us like taught us a negative connotation a negative story uh about sex and about our bodies and you know, we have to just take it upon ourselves to completely rewrite that story. And I feel like that is what you've done and you've done it so well and you've done it so beautifully to where now you're helping other people reclaim their sexuality and find their sensual spirit, which I think is just so empowering because everyone needs to feel feel this side of themselves and know this side of themselves because it's it's not only freeing, it's not only liberating, but it's like so fun and so enjoyable, like and pleasurable. Like we're, yeah, and natural. Like, why, why else would we be able to feel such pleasure out of sex or you know, making out with someone or touching our own body? Like, why would it feel so pleasurable if we weren't supposed to do it? It's natural. Like, it's not like we're taking a drug or anything outside of us to even feel that way. Like it is just our body's natural response to this energy so it is beautiful how you you know found yourself into the work that you're doing now and I know that you work with clients to help them find this their you know their own blueprint I suppose of like what their sexuality is like so what do you kind of like where do you start when you begin to teach a woman or whoever you teach on their sexual journey? Like, where do you even begin? What do you recommend for people that maybe are listening and wanting to start out, you know, with their own journey with their sexuality? And then furthermore, like expressing that too, like what, where do you begin to teach your, your clients or your friends or whoever you do all your amazing things with? (laughs) Yeah. I usually always start with the mental aspect, because I feel like the mental aspect, like the conditioned beliefs, the um, the self-judgments, the fears, the shame, everything around that is like centered in your brain, like your thoughts and everything's like feeling blocked because most of the time, like these things aren't even your thoughts, but you don't really, people don't really recognize that that aren't like really their own thoughts, but they're like, conditioned and how they like feel about themselves so I always start with like this foundation of 
who are you and like what is it that you how do you want to express yourself but also how was your childhood like more like i guess the reflective side um really for me also getting to know them but you can also do this for yourself that's basically how i started for myself like who am i how do i see myself um where do i feel blocked in expressing my sexuality or my sensuality or any type of expression um so first like kind of like unpacking that um and then for me what especially in regards to sensuality for me the foundation really lies in seeing seeking presence and seeking like um how you're breathing so that's for me always the foundation so doing like breathing exercises um, any type of practices that help you figure out how to be present within your body um, also again feeling where do you feel blocked where's your energy blocked and what is the reason for that and then eventually you can start because then you have this i think a clearer vision of what it is that your how your energy wants to express themselves but also where your blockages are or where your thoughts might want to like take you back from how you want to express yourself and then you can start for me with all the fun stuff maybe you have to like practice or seek embodiment through movement maybe that's your type of like energy and your type of practice where you feel most centered most present most free but it could also be as simple as painting it could be singing it could be uh, writing like erotic writings like everyone has their special talent i think but also their way how they feel alive um, how they feel good about themselves what gives them pleasure so kind of like the natural expressions of how you were as a child for me dancing and moving that's how i've always expressed myself so that was very much easy for me to link it to my sensual expressions and to my sexual expressions um, because moving for me has always been something that i feel alive with or i feel like very much present and i feel all my energy kind of like flowing through my body but also flowing uh, in the space that i'm in but it could be so many different things and the same way goes for like actually having sex like obviously your sexual energy can express itself through creativity but also obviously if you're actually having sex and the same process for me goes through that like first unpacking your mind unpacking your shame and fears and then how can you communicate in how you want to be touched um, how you want to touch others, how you want to feel good, and then playing with that, always trying to make it a fun and explorative experience instead of, okay, now I have to do it a certain way because then I will get the desired outcome because it doesn't work like that for everyone. There's something different. What triggers you in a good way, like what stimulates you, what makes you feel good and if you see it as like this fun explorative like quest on okay how can i feel the best in in my body and feel most pleasurable in my interactions with others um, i think that is like kind of like the process how i guide my clients and guide the students of my classes to eventually full embodiment yeah that's beautiful i think like everything comes back to how we were conditioned in childhood like every type of yeah. work really it's you know you can't escape it at this point i think childhood childhood trauma and childhood wounds and childhood work is like everywhere and i think we so all need to, yeah we need to understand that it really is almost everything because our our brain develops in those crucial years, like up until the age of eight, we're basically just a sponge. And then still up until like probably 13, 14, 15, where we're kind of the same. We're taking on a lot from everything around us. We're looking to our primary caregivers for everything. And that is like the way that they teach us, the way that they live 
is how we then begin to view the world. And then going into high school and everything like that, we're going to take on whatever our peers are doing because we get into that age where we're looking at what's normal for my age, how can I fit in, what are other women doing, what are other, what are the men doing, you know, what is everyone up to? And we just continue to just take on all of this information. And I guess it's it's different for everyone. Everyone has their own unique experience with how they've been conditioned about sex and sexuality. And it's it's so different for everybody. It's so different for every home. Like even from my experience, like my parents never even said the word sex. I definitely wasn't allowed to watch. I wasn't even allowed to watch Simpsons like until I was like, <laughs> like until I was, you know, old enough to like cook my own food really. And even then, um, yeah, I, I was really, they tried to kind of hide me, I think from like the bad things in the world. And I think that only, rebels some people more for me personally like my personality type and being an only child and then being surrounded by the people that I was surrounded by in high school and then the kind of trauma like serious trauma that happened in my home life um it just made me want to be my own person I was very much just like I need to be my own person I figured it out on my own which I think is a it's a good thing. I don't know if it's particularly safe, but it's, it worked out well for me because I don't really, thankfully at this point, you know, have any real sexual trauma. And I was always quite free and liberated in that way. Thankfully, I don't know if that is rare. I'm not sure, but I think everyone has some sort of programming about this. And I think the other thing that came to mind when you were talking was, you know, the way that we then go into sexual encounters or exploring our own sensual energy, I think the ways that we were taught about it just are imprinted in our body. And I think it's when you said, you know, it's meant to like look that way or be that way. And, you know, I just think of porn, obviously, like the way that porn was just introduced to all of us as soon as we got computers, as soon as we had a phone, especially. And that's how we learn about sex. And that just ingrains people to another level. And people can think that they're incredibly maybe liberated in their sexual energy, but it could actually be the opposite. So it's just, it's really fascinating it's a like I I don't know it's there's a gray area with some aspects of sexuality and I guess how I know that you are into BDSM and that's one way that you explore your sensuality and I think like that's another one of those quote-unquote gray areas where people don't even understand how that could possibly be healthy and I mean same with porn I think uh, there's Porn is a whole different conversation. I don't even want to go into like the the way that our brains look at that and take that. But I guess when it comes to BDSM or even porn or sex in general, like rough sex or um, Mm -hmm. sex with casual partners that aren't like you're not in a deep committed relationship with, like how do you, how have you found the balance of having having healthy engagements with sex with other people and exploring that with other people is it just like finding other healthy people that are into it like what would you say to someone who is like I just haven't met anyone who is healthy to me and everyone I see and date is toxic and what would you say to (laughs) someone like that who wants to like explore other things but just doesn't have a safe container to do it how do we how do we get that safe container (laughs) I think it's so hard like in this day and age like because everything's now centered around having casual sex and hooking up and nobody really seemed to care about love and and affection and intimacy at all so for me I I really struggle with that still Um, I've always been a very picky person like in the beginning that was due to the fact that I was scared as f um and later on 
I, because I was like in my journey, I became a lot more sexually expressive, I guess, and also wanting to explore more, exploring um, open relationships, uh, polyamory, um, and eventually now I'm back kind of in the being very picky with my energy um, because I also feel like there may be healthy people, there might be probably, but there are very few people who are in tune with themselves, in tune with their emotions. Like I identify as kind of like flexible, I guess, like I've had encounters with women, but I see myself being more attracted to men in general. So I'm going to talk about like in relationship with men, I rarely come. Yeah, I rarely find people who are in tune with their emotions and in tune with just themselves and sex. Like it's mostly like, okay, you're so expressive probably because they see me on Instagram and stuff like you're so expressive so open so that must mean that you want to have sex with me right now and I'm like no <laughs> that's not the case at all like mm -hmm. even though I'm very expressive and I love expressing my sensuality and expressing just sexual energy in general I'm not very much interacting <laughs> with people because nine times out of ten like I get stimulated from mental stimulation in the first place. So I'm also demisexual. So I need like connections. Um, and that doesn't take away that I didn't have like casual sex, but I never very much felt satisfied at the end because I want to go deeper. I want to experience like orgasmic, like cosmic orgasmic stuff. And that nine times out of 10, that's not possible with someone who's not in tune with themselves so I started dating apps didn't work for me I started like being more open on Instagram like in my DMs if I sometimes like saw people that I kind of like became interested in also didn't work sometimes <laughs> um I started like being open like I work in a strip club so I do erotic dancing um sometimes I very much connected with people over there some people like it kind of like clicked um but i have to say like i've only like encountered one person now who is very much very sensual man very sensual lover and i've never come across that in my entire life and that feels very very good but i think it's in doesn't even matter like what type of like sexuality you're into even if it's like bdsm like you have websites like fat life and stuff who are very open but the type of person that i am like it takes a lot for me wanting to like share my energy so i would say be not be cautious but be um uphold your standards like you know what you want like out of like a certain experience if you want to have casual experiences that's nothing wrong with um then you already know how it kind of like forms itself or friends with benefits or whatever you know like you kind of like know what direction you have to go into but if you're into like depth and and intertwined like souls and whatever then you have to be more discern use more discernment i guess in choosing the partners that you want to engage with because people can say a lot of things about yeah like god is this queen that but they're not you can see from interacting with them that they're not on the same level and i think a lot of women because our womb space and just being a woman in general I feel like it's so powerful feminine energy is so powerful we already have like a higher level than like men in this society right now and especially if you're like women like us it's hard to like seek and find people who are on the same level as us yeah yeah I think women are definitely more emotionally in tune than men I think because we naturally I mean most most women have a predominant feminine core I'm not saying everyone if you identify as more masculine you're a woman it might be a bit different but 
feminine women specifically are really naturally in tune with their emotions because that's just the way that they've looked at the world. Like I know for me personally, I'm definitely the same as you. Like I, I'm definitely an emotional person. I've been that way. And I think I can't really, I've definitely done the whole casual sex thing as well. Like when I was a bit younger and I had fun with that, it was all fun and whatever, but like, I definitely always wanted more in terms of connection but it's not even necessarily like wanting a relationship with all of these people it's not and that's where people kind of get confused where they think you know and men definitely I know that men that I've encountered and things like that will because they're so afraid to tap into emotions themselves because that's how they've been raised they're kind of running away from any woman that is more emotional or is vulnerable or has an open heart because that's just how they have been conditioned. And I know that things are changing. And I know that when it comes to men's work and men's work becoming more popular, I know that there are so many more men waking up to that fact, but there is definitely still a line. Like I could go on a tangent about this forever, but there's definitely still like men who are doing men's work for men versus like men doing men's work for men and women and those the men that are doing work on themselves not only for like their wife or even like their daughter or for you know women in general like those are the men that I feel like are stepping into healthier masculinity because they're just honoring their opposite they're honoring like the other pole and then they're learning that within themselves and then those are the men that can actually have deeper, more profound sexual experiences too. That's what we're all, we're all like just trying to have this casual sex game. Like you said, it's really popular right now. And it is like, we can all say that it's, it's just who you run into and blah, blah, blah. But the majority of the world is still really captivated by this casual sex thing. And I've seen it on, especially on TikTok, I see it because it's like, we're all, in women specifically as well I'm talking from women because I mostly see women kind of talking about this and ranting about this but it's like we're just in this like I hate men train and then it just turns into like I hate all men and I hate the men that I've dated and everyone's a fuck boy and everyone that I date is bullshit and I'm just going to keep moving on to the next one and I'm not going to show any emotional connection I'm not going to reveal my heart I'm not going to reveal my emotions because he's just an asshole anyway And it just continues in this cycle. And then the men never learn anything, even though she's like the Oracle, she has so much information and wisdom, but she never reveals it because she's scared of getting hurt again. So she wants to be the fuck girl and continue to play the game. And that's what everyone's in this cycle of doing this weird game and weird dance. You know, it's like this peacock dance, you know, we're just acting like legit animals but in uh, that takes the intellectual side out of it, the stimulating side out of it, because we're not allowing our hearts to feel, we're not allowing deep connection to happen. And sure, a relationship might come out of that for people. A lot of the time it would, because you haven't met someone in that way. But I think once you get to the stage where, you know, I think both of us are really, really at, and a lot of women that I know are at, like where you're in tune with yourself, you're in tune with your heart and you're, you are discerning about your energy and you are discerning about your boundaries and what you want and what you don't want. And you are maybe even choosing to be single right now. Like it is still just as beautiful and profound to have, you know, quote unquote casual sex with someone. If you can still go really, really deep and you can learn about the human experience, you can learn about emotions, you can learn about connection, you can learn how to communicate better like that's the beauty of relationships especially with the opposite sex because we don't know their experience in the world they have no idea about us and if you meet someone who is open I think open just like open-minded is the first real step and if a man is truly truly open-minded then he will be able to be discerning with his own sexual energy 
and he won't be using you in the way that he's been conditioned to. Like he won't be looking at you as a sexual object. Like, like you said, like every dude on Instagram, it's like, oh my God, she's so sexy and she's dancing like that, which means she definitely wants to fuck and she wants, she wants my dick. And it's like, no, we are just sexual, sensual beings and we're allowed to be like that. And if we ever had a connection, then sure, maybe you might be lucky, but are you discerning with your sexual energy? Are you expressive as well as being? discerning like that it's just this fine line that people don't understand and I know Mm. that you get it (laughs) and I know that we're on the same wavelength that I can talk about that forever but I guess moving into more of like the casual sex and spiritual conversation because this it's similar like you know, I don't think you need to be super like woo woo, what people would say spiritual with like crystals and all that, like, or fully on your witch journey, like, you know, doing rituals every single night. You can just be a woman like in tune with your emotions and you are beginning to know really what you want and you know what your heart desires and you know yourself. I think it's really about knowing yourself because when you don't know yourself, you're just you probably are just attending to the patriarchy and you're out there having sex because you want validation in that way. It's, it's a different experience when you're emotionally tapped in. So when it comes to like the whole casual sex and spiritual conversation, how do you tackle that conversation? Like, what do you say to people that are ever like, you know, casual sex is just can never be spiritual. It can never be healthy. It will always be toxic like you need to be celibate until you find someone who you have the deepest connection on earth with like what do you say to those kind of people (laughs) I think like spiritual community like you see more and more now that the spiritual community has also a lot of toxicity within themselves with their not understanding at all Um, a lot of people say exactly as you said like casual sex is you're feeding, you're giving your energy away and you're feeding or other people are feeding off of your energy and you're creating soul ties and stuff. And those are things that I believe in, especially if you're the type of person that is like so open without protecting yourself in any way, or if you're like seeking validation by validation by validation to a lot of different people and you're just giving yourself without even checking the other person like who they are how they are um, what their intentions are so I truly believe that you can create toxicity from having casual sex but I think it's such a personal experience and such a personal thing because to me I don't see like as I said like for when I just started like my Um, I guess, like my sensual journey and being more sexually expressive. I had a much more casual sex because my first boyfriend and the father of my child was my first boyfriend and first sexual partner in everything. So I had never experienced other people. So obviously when I became more expressive and we started having an open relationship and now later on when we broke up like last year, like I shared myself more with different people, but I felt good about it because I truly believe that I encounter people like the people that come into my life are there to like teach me something. There are lessons. And sometimes the lesson is hard and and painful and but most of the time like the lesson brings me more knowledge about myself and I think casual sex it can be liberating for a lot of people like same for me like maybe you had never like any other sexual experiences and you just want to see how that is you want to have fun you want to get to know different people and a lot of people are there just to like have fun and and share themselves and sex feels good so I totally understand why you would want to have casual sex with people I think you really have to base it off of 
your personality. For me, I want more. So I created a lot of attachment to people who didn't want more. And I felt like, oh, now I'm chasing you because I want to have this connection. So I was only hurting myself in the long run because they were usually upfront about the fact that they wanted more like a casual thing. And I wanted more connection. So that is in misalignment then. But is that the fault of having casual sex or is it because I'm not honoring myself and honoring mm -hmm. what I want out of having sex with someone so if you're a type of person who just wants to have fun just want to experience different people then casual sex can be a great way for you to like uh, explore your body explore your sexuality with different partners because every partner brings something different out of yourself so I think within spiritual community, I think it's such a thin line. Like obviously you have stuff that could create attachment, that could create toxicity, that could create soul ties in like a more dangerous way, like a more spiritual, um, unprotective way. But on the other hand, it could create more sexual knowledge about yourself like I used casual sex to get to know myself what I wanted to experience what I liked um, exploring love in a different way so for me I benefit a lot of having casual sex in that period of time and now I kind of like leveled up within myself and I feel like okay now um, I'm more celibate, but just because I want to use more discernment in who I want to like let into my energy, but it's not, as you said, it's like this gray area, like it really comes down to who you are as a person. So if you're not in tune with yourself, if you don't have any knowledge about yourself, then it will be hard to navigate casual sex or it will be even hard to like have a relationship in general. Um, so yeah, I think I think everyone should do what feels good to them, but always be reflective, always put yourself first and your needs first and don't be afraid to like put your needs first. If you really want like a relationship kind of thing or a connection, deeper connection, then also stand behind that. And if you have a period of time in your life that you wanna explore more sexual different encounters, then do that. Mm, I love what you said, you know, with casual sex, you need to really discern if you guys are in alignment of what you are wanting. So obviously if you're meeting with someone and they're clearly just wanting something casual, I mean, first of all, you need to have that conversation. You need to have the conversation need to talk. <laughs> with any, any sexual partner, any romantic partner, you need to have that kind of conversation of like what, are we, it's like the whole, like, what are we? Like, you should be having that fucking in the first day of speaking, especially, you know, if you're meeting on an app or you've met someone out in person that should be coming up on like the initial first or second date, you know, because you need to know that you guys are wanting the same things. You need to communicate because if you are meeting with someone who wants something super super casual because of whatever reasons they're their personal reasons and you're over here feeling like you are really wanting deeper emotional connection you're wanting commitment you're wanting to be in a relationship with someone you're wanting a partner um you know having sex with that person might lead you down a path that will be more painful or be more frustrating because you're just not seeing eye to eye but then the sex is something that you bonded over. So you keep kind of coming back to each other and they're getting what they want and what they need because they voice that and they're getting that and you're giving that to them, but you're not getting what you need and what you want. So the conversation of what is this interaction continuously going to be, even if we're spending more time together or we're having sex more per week or feelings kind of come up, like what we need to continue to check in with each other. And I feel like people just don't do that. Like we need to do that. They really yeah, are. They're afraid to tell people what they want as well. Like people are afraid to turn other people off. They're afraid to annoy someone yeah. else. They're afraid to 
be vulnerable and share, you know, and we have to get over that. We have to learn ourselves and know ourselves. So then we can have better relationships and friendships, like know truly what we need and want in that interaction. And I think what's another thing that came to my mind when you were talking? Oh yeah. With the whole spiritual kind of community and the view on sex, like it's just something that I have, obviously I've never subscribed to sex being bad. I've never been down that road. Um, I've definitely been more celibate before at different periods of my life, Um, like really discerning about my sexual energy, like not talking to anyone, not flirting with anyone, nothing like that. Um, But I've never viewed it as a bad thing, but I feel like the spiritual community is kind of a, you know, awakening to the fact that sex is not bad. Like they're realizing it now, but I guess it's, it's funny because sex to me is such a human need and it's part of our human drive. And especially when I listen to sexologists like podcasts or YouTube videos or anything, I'm always nodding my head when they're saying, you know, sexual health and sex in general is important. It's like sex is important for humans. It is part, it's just like healthy eating. Like it's just like, exercising and I've always felt that way like when I'm having really really good sex like my life is a million times better <laughs> like yeah. who, who can not relate to that you know that it's important and it's not to say you have to continuously go and find a new person to give that to you I think when the time comes it comes like for me a, like a couple of like my best sex partners and emotional connections have been with people I truly feel like I manifested, like I met them in real life and it just like exploded into this connection. But then there's been a couple as well that I actually did meet on dating apps. And I just genuinely continued to talk to this person and finally meet them because they could hold a conversation. They were open-minded. They were a more mature man or trying to be as well. You know, it's always about really trying, like as long as a man is truly trying then he's going to be a better partner for you than someone who just literally wants to stay in their comfort of whatever they've known but pleasure and sex and relationship and dating and connecting with people like these things are part of the human experience like we are meant to explore these things and have fun with these things and for me, I just know that I am such a sexual person. So I'm, I'm not ever going to deny myself of it again. If I feel like I do want to be dating or having fun or sleeping with someone, of course, I'm going to do the first step of like communicating what I need, where we're at, what this engagement is going to be like. Um, but I'm just not going to subscribe to the notion of continuing to shame myself. Cause it's like, we're all trying to undo shame we're trying to heal spiritual spirituality is all about and the spiritual community is all about healing right so why would we add some shame about sex and pleasure into the mix it just doesn't make sense it's more like let's have the conversation about boundaries and being careful with who we do choose to sleep with and stuff but it's not to say that everyone's a bad person and highly in tune or highly, um, well, not highly or not highly in, in tune, spiritual people are bad people or they're toxic or they're, they're, they're going to cause a bad connect, like you said, bad connection or bad karma, or they're going to take your energy. You know, some people will. And I think you need to know how you feel. You need to know how you feel when you go home after seeing somebody, you have to know how you felt before. You need to be in tune with how your pussy reacts. You need to be in tune with how like your heart reacts and how your body loosens or if it tightens and it gets tight and restricted or how expressive you can be with them. Can you share all of your thoughts with them? Like that's a safe space and you don't need to be in like a really committed relationship to have that with somebody. And I believe that we can find people to do that with. Like it's, it, it just, it's a conversation that we need to be having and it's a perspective shift of like, this is possible. We need to stop saying like, it's not possible. We need to stop saying it's bad to do this or it's bad to do that. And you can only, you only need to be celibate. And I think there are different times 
and different seasons in your life that you have to pay attention to and listen to and honor. But I think labeling some seasons as more spiritually enlightened than others is just a load of bullshit. And I'm sick of subscribing to it personally. (laughs) But I think like also a lot of people feel like, oh yeah, if you're dating or like interacting with like spiritual people, then automatically you have like a better experience. To be very honest, all my good best experiences were with men who didn't label themselves as being spiritual like they were like open to me talking and stuff but I've come across like a lot of spiritual men who like in between brackets who maybe are like very knowledgeable about like spiritual aspects and like energies but that's just knowledge like nine times out of ten like they didn't feel it at all they didn't weren't able to like express their emotions at all couldn't communicate at all still so then even further like they don't know some of those men don't know even how to touch a woman's body because that we need to we need to remember that sex is a physical act you know like you need to uh, I go on (laughs) (laughs) so I feel like spirituality shouldn't be this like people want to place themselves in like these higher vibrational levels like who said that just because you're spiritual or labeling yourself as being spiritual means that you automatically are better than someone who doesn't label themselves as spiritual. Like that's why I rarely now, like in the beginning of my spiritual journey, I was like into crystals and whatever, but I think that's very normal because you just seek whatever like fits you. But for me, sensuality and sex, those are my spiritual practices. Like that's how I come to myself. That's how I engage with others. That's what heals me like love and sex and intimacy. Those are the things that for me are my spiritual things that I can take and that I can like help myself, guide myself, heal myself with. And I think that's something that we really forget, like within people who feel like they're in this spiritual community, like as if sex is not healing, like sex is healing on a lot of different levels. And I think if you forget that, what you said, like you forget being human and a lot of people, spiritual people don't want to be human or want to be in this 5D stuff. Like I'm I'm comfortable with living my human life, like here on earth. So, you know, like that's just, for me, I feel like not something that I want to like really engage to same as what you said, like I'm good with living this human lifestyle. I love it. I love other human beings. I love interacting and learning from each other, mirroring each other and the whole spiritual stuff that is always there. Like same as you are a sexual being, we're all spiritual beings, but in different, you have different interests. So if your interest lies in crystals or astrology or tarot cards, that's your interest. But my interest is sex and love and intimacy. And those are my spiritual practices. Yeah. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I, I think like every time that I've been highly in my spiritual kind of 5d vibe like the high vibrations only last so long because then I come back to reality and unfortunately for you know the love and light beings out there who are escaping the matrix and everything like that you know we're we're still here like our physical human body is still here we're we're gonna be here until the end of our physical life we can't just transcend and you know, it's just not possible. So I feel like when I first awakened, you know, I was, I went through such a hard experience because I was, I couldn't relate to the physical world. I was isolating myself. I was so shut off from being human and other humans and other humans needs and emotions. And the fact that other humans are here too. Like I was just in this like bubble of, quote unquote spirituality and it just did not serve me and it's the same if we go down the other way where we forget that we're spirit and we forget that we have a soul and we just completely you know amend to our human desires because that will lead us down another difficult path of continuously trying to fill that void you know so I think they're just 
the the real spiritual practice is having a balance of what works for you. And I'm the same, like sex and intimacy and relationships are just my fucking jam. Like that is what, (laughs) that's what like I'm alive for. I know that much and, you know, music, writing and connect connection with people. Like that is why I'm here. So I'm not going to deny myself of any of those things. And, And they are spiritual because they, bring me back to myself. Just like you said, I think people need to find truly what works for them and learn themselves. And that takes time. That just takes life experience. That takes hard times. That takes messing around maybe with the wrong person. That takes noticing your energy. That takes mistakes. You know, that's what life is. And I don't think one thing is necessarily always more spiritual than the other I think at the end of the day the most spiritual thing you can do is just be aware of your fucking energy and what it brings you life or doesn't like that's it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah amen well I think mm-hmm. we're we're at the end of our beautiful conversation thank you so much for coming on the podcast and chatting about amazing stories of sex and all the things we love <laughs> Thank you for having me. It was a very, very interesting and still very deep conversation. And I love like sharing that and especially with someone who's like like-minded and we're like on the same vibration, same page, same thought. So really enjoyed it. So thank you. Yay. So where can everyone find you? I know I said it in the beginning, but what's your Instagram? Tell us. So my Instagram is the multifaceted woman, but woman is with an X instead of the A. Um, and for my classes and all the other stuff, it's the sensual journey. Um, so if you ever want to find me, even if it's just through Instagram, just s- follow me, send me a DM and let's do that. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being here.